0: Good morning. It's time to wake up, y'all. You're listening to the Armchair Quarterback Show. We're here weekdays, 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central to 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central. Available on Google Android, Apple iPhone, Facebook Live, and Periscope Twitter. Tap that Armchair Quarterback's app. Take us anywhere you go. The Armchair Quarterback Show, your first choice for Southern sports talk. Good morning, I'm Mac McGee and I don't know much but I know one thing, Christmas Eve is here, we've got a big show I'll explain the picture here in a second Timus Wooten is with us on Christmas Eve We've got Joey Ariola on the way And we're going to give out Cole and wish for, wish for some Christmas gifts under the tree Timus, this intro is uh, dedicated to you and your boys
1: Happy
2: birthday to you Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Armchair. Community access channel. He's the armchair quarterback. He's full of beer and he's full of snacks.
1: The all American.
2: Hey,
0: howdy, hi! Top of the morning to you. Welcome to the Armchair Quarterback Radio Show. I'm Mac McGee, sitting alongside Timus Wooten. Timus, how the hell are you,
3: sir? It is uh, probably colder here than where you're sitting. I can tell you that. Do you got snow? No, we got frost. We had snow earlier in the week. It uh, just melted off. Sucks. We have about 13 deer crossing my yard right now. Frost so, sucks. Uh, stay away from my yard, please.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> eh, frost sucks. Deer suck. I, I know people love venison. I, I'm like, eh, I can take it or leave it. It's not the... It's I good in jerky. I know, but I watched Bambi too much when I was a kid, man. I'm I'm not <laughs> in on venison. <laughs> and, and our dog has now become Bambi. Uh, she's gotten older and we have, uh, really slick floors in our house. Uh, they're like a tile linoleum. And so she's lost a little bit of feeling in one of her back legs. So literally she bambies all the time. She, she'll just flatten out and just look at me and go, here's a cookie, baby. This it'll be okay.
3: <laughs> get a, You need to get this rabbit, maybe thumper her around the house. I don't know. Just
0: a thought. Dude. I think motivating her is out the damn window is all i can (laughs) say um i'm gonna ask you to take off your video for one second because i want to be able to explain this picture so people can see it just a little better so i'm going to do the same um if you can take off your video if you don't know how to do it i I can do it for you hold on uh yeah uh, here we go and then i'll okay so uh what this is is this uh this is my wife's idea she came to me with the idea months ago and she said what if we uh, got the guys this year a a picture Simpson style of the Armchair quarterbacks. I was like, "What in the hell are you talking about?" I I didn't even understand what she meant. She explained it to me. She found, she found a company that does this. I was like, "Yeah, that'd be great." So we send off the pictures. They come back. They they you couldn't make out who the hell anyone was. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like I was like I was like I can kind of make out that's me and Justin in the in the front just because that's what you you know I was expecting. I was like, but the rest. So we had to send it back a few times and then when she finally got the faces pretty close, they're not all this, you know, right on, but there's about as good as you can do with the Simpsons type, uh, theme. Then she went in and all these logos you see on everybody's hats and shirts. My, my wife went and did that. And so from left to right on your screen, you've got Matt Carr with the Celtics. Angelo is sitting there with, uh, He's got a Florida State shirt on. You can see it better in the actual picture. It doesn't. It doesn't uh, ring it true on this, but uh, it's a Florida State shirt. He's a big Seminole fan. Then right next to him is Temis with the Boston Red Sox gear on. Next to Temis in the blue, that's Doug with the Raider hat on. And then in front of Doug, that's James Forbes with the Celtics gear on. And I just noticed she did this. She put beer in everyone's hand. She she put whiskey in his hand. <laughs> because <laughs> he's not a beer drinker, so that's pretty funny. She asked me about it. I said it doesn't matter. As long as they all have, like, a beer or something, it doesn't matter. Um, and then, of course, that's me in the Florida State, Justin in the Titans. That's, of course, Mo from the Simpsons in the middle. And then behind Justin would be uh, Sean O'Toole with the Detroit, Michael Cool, who is one of our longtime listeners and a great fan and great friend of the show. So we put him in there as well. But next to Michael is Brian Crook. He he as well is not a contributor, but he listens to the show. He comments all the time. We appreciate him doing that. And in front of him is Tony Agolini with the Gator stuff on. Uh, we were I believe in the actual picture there's an F on his hat, but. Like I said, well, once again, some of these don't ring as true as the actual print itself. And then behind him is Steven Trosh with the Miami Dolphin gear on. So everyone is uh, represented with their favorite team. Um, and they are... Uh, all this is going to be on the way. I'm going to get everybody's address. And I'll probably send send it out Saturday. We've been waiting for the frames to come in. We think the frames will be in today. And so I'll send it out Saturday. Obviously, the post office is open tomorrow, and these will all be on their way. So if I inbox you and you know say, "Hey, what's your address?" This is what it's about. I've I've, a, I've gotten some people's address, but they're like, "What? Why do you need my address?" Carl was like, "Why is everybody gonna know about what I'm getting tomorrow?" I was like, "You just gonna have to wait, man. You have to wait." <laughs> so I've been sitting on this for a few days. I I, I really like. I think she did a great job. Uh, I, I don't know That's the name. Awesome. I don't know the name of the company. They did a good job as well, just to begin it. But I think she, I think she did a great job making sure that everyone had the logos. Because at first we were just doing colors, and she figured out a way to do the logos of our favorite teams on there. So. Uh,
3: well, all this does is prove that you and I have both married way up.
0: Yeah, exactly. God bless AR. Merry Christmas, honey.
3: And I like I
0: like the fact you got the Christmas tree lit behind you today. That's, that's pretty cool.
3: Yep, I got my Red Sox scarf. Red and green. This is about as coordinated as I can get.
0: Color coordinated. You've never been coordinated.
3: No, no, no. They're, su- they're never gonna. Have to surpri- play short stuff. I'm surprised uh,
0: that you send me an email from overseas to say, "Well, I, I well, I, I blew my leg off." Well, who did it? No, no, no. no I mean, I blew my leg off. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. To- <laughs> I was trying to download the Red Sox game when I hit the wrong button. <laughs> yep,
3: yeah, yeah. They, they come in there, quit asking what this button does. <laughs> <laughs> why does every button
0: here say, do not touch TEMIS? I can't touch anything. <laughs> what is a TEMIS, first and foremost? Sit down, bubble wrap, and you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we started you- nine international incidents already. So what does the Wooten family have uh, planned for this holiday season?
3: Well, um, well, her family's up here. And so we're doing me my wife and my girls as soon as the show's over, they're going to come down and we're going to do our Christmas today. Okay, cool. And then, um, her sister's from up from Tennessee, um, and her family, the other one's from Columbus, Ohio. They're coming in today. So we're going to go over about three o'clock and, um, Her, my father-in-law is an artist, and uh, he has a studio, so my my wife and I are going to stay up in the studio loft, and everybody else is going to pile into the house, and they have a routine that before they open presents, they give the kids Nerf guns, and it's just an all-out Hunger Games, and whoever wins, whoever's the last person standing gets to open their present first. So we're going to do that tonight, do stockings tonight, and then tomorrow morning, it's going to be just...
0: Kids and chaos and awesome. Oh, that's awesome, man. I, uh, uh, you well deserve such a, uh, a a time considering what you've been through this year. Uh, and Don't other people go, well, you know, I've been shut in because of COVID. <laughs> shut up, man. Team's been through a lot worse. You know? there's, <laughs> always, there's always that one jacket. Yeah, man, I've been through a lot too, man. Do you realize I haven't been to a movie theater in months? <laughs>
3: yeah, I get this a lot. Well, man, it's so great you get to sleep in. You realize <laughs> <laughs> I am left in a year, <laughs> <You know? laughs> or this mass sucks. I yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: but you know,
3: you know how it is, man. You know, it's
0: you know, it's typical. I mean, uh, we... it's
3: been hard on everybody over here. I'm not saying it hasn't been, but I'm you not. You did pick a
0: good year to leave. I will say that yeah. because in yeah, other years you'd be like, I miss this, and I missed that. You miss nothing. I mean, no. nothing. And I mean, especially like, kind of nothing. Yeah. I never thought in my I, I was thinking about this this morning. So um, James, James Harden, he's getting raked over the coals and uh, being fined game checks for how many games he's going to miss because of uh, COVID-19 restrictions because he was caught up to club without a mask. And same thing with Dwayne Haskins uh, got raked over the coals because he went to a strip or no he he had strippers i guess it was on social media he had stripper, strippers and he had no mask on and so they're fining him like 50,000 or 40,000 dollars whatever it was in the news break and so with all that being said i was like you know okay i get it they're breaking protocols that they believe you, you know that they they all they, they all agreed to so i get that they can do it to him but i was also sitting there thinking you know if you would have told me a year ago that we were fining and suspending people in sports in the United States of America because they went to the club or went to the strip club. I'd be like you're at your damn mind. What the hell business is of the of the NBA or the NFL what a guy does with his spare time, right? Yeah. And it's
3: and it's, and it's and I it's, wonder did the uh, the strippers get tips off that $50,000 fine or Oof. I hope they were mighty good strippers.
0: I hope he didn't like 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 settle for the bottom of the of the bunch there, yeah. right?
3: Hopefully it wasn't like two o'clock on a Tuesday, so the B group was in there. Yeah, you know, I, I ho- hope
0: it a Yeah, exactly. Sept- yeah, I was about to say yeah. I I I hope he didn't hit the lunch buffet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like dude, you better <laughs> do it up right, son. You better get yeah. that gold club membership. Nah, I'm saying. Oh, champagne room, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then if I get the Rona, and then if I get the Rona. Oh, man. Um, with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> we are,
2: by the way, uh, me and my
0: wife, uh, if everything uh, goes as planned, you, you never know with all, everything the COVID-19. But tonight, we're going to have friends over for drinks. We do this every Christmas Eve. It's become a tradition uh, so that we could all hang out and shoot the bull. And, you know, we might exchange a gift or two, but it's nothing big. And we all just have, have, have drinks with friends. You know, hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. We'll hang out for, you know, six to who the hell knows when. And then tomorrow, uh, we will go spend it with her with her parents, permitting. You know, they they could have pulled the plug the last minute. We just never know uh, because they're concerned with COVID. And then Saturday, uh, I'm, pl- I'm probably going to be licking my wounds. I'm gonna probably going to be tired by then. And I'm going to be watching some football. And then, of course, Sunday, I'll, I'll do the Sunday show. I'll be watching more football, but uh, that's pretty much the gist. What we normally do is that normally this is when my mom comes over is tonight and she has drinks with everybody, but she's bugged out by COVID, so she's not coming. Uh, we did get great news yesterday in the state of Florida. I know a lot of these yahoos think that, Governor DeSantis is this terrible governor. He's not. I'm so glad I'm in Florida and not somewhere else when all this went down. I would have lost my damn mind if I was in California. But he signed an executive order yesterday afternoon that put 65-year-old and older to the front of the line to get the vaccines. Awesome. Which is great because that means my mom should be able to get one fairly soon. I should be able to see her a lot sooner than I thought I was going to. Now if she doesn't go get it because he's a Republican. She's a Democrat. We, me and her are gonna have an issue. I mean, I, you know, sometimes you just gotta take the gift, okay? <laughs> just stop it. If Biden's sorry behind gets in office and gives me three million dollar stimulus, I'm not gonna go. No, no. Other people deserve it. I'll I'm take- gonna go. Well, you are a putz and give thank you.
3: <laughs> yeah, I and. I'll ask for seconds. I don't yeah. even care. I'll be like, "Is
0: this all?" <laughs> no dignity. Three, <laughs> three, man, <laughs> I got to get mine. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hit. Uh, well, the NCAA put some coal in uh, Dan Mullen's stocking. We'll get into that on the next uh, in the next segment. And the Dolphins Raiders tomorrow, huge game in the AFC. The winner of that is still in the playoff race. The loser, eh, it's going to be difficult. We'll be back in a flash here on the Armchair Quarterbacks. You're locked in to CBS Sports Radio.
2: If the two of you got through 2020 together, you can get through anything. This holiday, make it official with a stunning engagement ring from Shane Company. Create your unique ring in three easy steps. Simply pick a setting, choose a natural diamond, ruby, or sapphire center stone, Then add your own touch, like a decorative crown or a personal engraving. Here's another option. Select one of our perfectly preset engagement rings. Each of these rings is already set with the shape and size center stone that our designers envisioned, which means that your ring will be perfect. Because our quality standards are the highest in the industry, we're able to guarantee your ring for free for life. This year and every year after, we'll be here for you. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business, Shane Company and ShaneCo.com. Open weekdays 10 till 8, Saturday 10 till 5, and Sunday noon till 5.
3: Amazon Prime members now get free grocery delivery with a minimum order. You'll get your groceries with two-hour delivery. So in that time, you can finally figure out where the biblioteca
1: is, learn how to play the acoustic guitar, and I guess get a puka shell necklace.
3: Do a makeup tutorial, but realize halfway, contouring is hard, and you're beautiful just as you are. Whatever it is you're doing with your time, your shopper will be carefully picking out your favorite organic meats, produce, dairy, and snacks, while providing contactless delivery to your door. Free two-hour grocery delivery, now with Prime.
2: At Jeweler's Mutual, we're a little obsessed with jewelry. Obsessed like yeah, auctioneers yeah, with talking to to fast, fifty we're gonna fit pop stars in. with auto-tune, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: and dentists with asking questions so how did he propose? after they put their hands are in your mouth. Great. Yes, we've made jewelry our obsession for over 100 years. We love it so much we named our kids Ruby, Amber, and Opal.
3: Soy latte for
2: Opal? At Jeweler's Mutual, we insure jewelry and only jewelry, which is why people who are also obsessed with jewelry trust us with theirs.
0: The Armchair Quarterbacks Wake Up Show, the only name you need to remember in sports talk radio. Weekday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern, on Facebook Live, CBS Sports Radio, and the Armchair Quarterbacks app. Hey, I'm
1: gonna make it to heaven.
2: I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll Welcome back here, the so Archer Quarterbacks.
0: The team is during uh, but you? Quarantine, lockdown, whatever, at home, whatever the hell you want to call this. It 2020. Uh, of of course, sports green. was gone several months right so i started watching stuff i'd never watched before like again i'm gonna give this a try, gonna give that a try and one of the things that i was like i've got all these elvis movies recorded let me check them out i remember liking them when i was a kid oof, oof. It's not good <laughs> dude that's some bad acting and terrible <laughs> yeah, no. writing terrible I, I, writing not yeah. just by him everyone on the cast well first
3: and foremost the scripts are shall we say it's like sub- porn the, yeah,
0: The scripts are just and in the way from the action, which is him singing.
3: It really yeah. is. Yeah. Um, And, like, anybody that knows me knows Stephen Tyler is a god to me. But if you see him in any movie, it's the most cringeworthy thing. Oh, I've thing. never I'm, seen him
0: in a movie. I, I didn't know he was in movies. That's funny. Wayne's
3: World 2 oh, and well, Be okay. Cool.
0: Wayne's World. Be I, cool. Wayne's World, I, I remember, but it was such a small cameo. I don't think of that as acting. It's it, like it, in Be Cool. Oh, dude! He was not. You're cool. good
3: at this with um, Travolta, Danny Devito, uh, Renee. Oh, I uh, have
0: seen that, but it's Serpent. been years. Okay, I, I just don't remember and, it.
3: Like he plays himself
0: terribly. Well, <laughs> no, like- if, it, if it makes you feel any better, my favorite, and I still think the greatest songwriter, singer of all time, Waylon Jennings, was once in a damn Sesame Street. Uh, or was it Muppet or whatever the hell it was? And there's a video you can find it pretty easily on YouTube where he's right. He's riding around in a damn pickup truck with big bird singing a song. So, you know, I mean that took the cool ride off there, man. <laughs> I'm thinking he was trying you know, to press a grandchild or something at that point.
3: Yeah, Waylon was probably drunk though. So we can let that yeah, slide.
0: Well, uh, yeah, f- fair enough. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <He> was- <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. And Elvis, God, I love Elvis. I, I love I mean, but,
0: honest engine, Big Bird should have been driving, it's not, not Whalen. You know? <laughs> what message are we sending? To no the way kids am there? I. <laughs> no way is a is a pickup truck stopping by and Whalen goes, want to get in? Do I really want to hang out with you? But do we have to do it in the vehicle? You know.
3: Get <laughs> <of it?" laughs> Let's get George Jones about it. Let's put you on a lawnmower. If I'm seeing
0: you right now, there's a good chance neither one of us are sober. So you know, Let's hang right? outside. Yeah. Let's, let's find a bar somewhere. Um, that and I will have to re-walk say, walk that back. Uh, I finally gave Modern Family a chance. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. But I finally caught it from the very beginning all the way through. Yeah. And I think I, when I first said I hated it and whatnot, I must have caught it season two or three, one or two episodes. And I was like, what the hell is this? You know, uh, if you watch it from the beginning, what I did not know that I would like so much is Al Bundy, his character is the best. It's fabulous. The best. He says some of the best one liners and you have to almost be you, so you'll you'll miss them because it because some of the others that they give pause for you to catch with some say he just he just bats them out at you like machine <laughs> gun fire and you're like what the yeah. hell he just saying yeah I, I would i would rewind and go oh my god that is gold <laughs> like, yeah ed
3: o'neill still got it there's oh, no doubt about it i was never
0: a, i and that's probably why i never gave the show much of a chance i it was never a uh all in the Family. I'm not in All in the Family. Married with uh, Children. Uh, Married with Children guy. It was it was lowbrow comedy. I never liked it. But he is really good, and it makes me wish that he would do more or, or would have done more sitcoms. Because there, there was that break between Married with Children and, and Modern Family. I don't remember anything in between that that he did. I'm sure he probably did movies um, or something.
3: But Yeah, he did a lot of insurance commercials. thats <laughs> And okay. voiceover. He did a lot of voiceovers for animated and stuff like that. That doesn't help me.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? Frozen? Oh, really? He's in Frozen 4? Let me go check it out. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> I mean, I have daughters now, so uh, that's how I know that little tidbit.
0: I have a wife that's obsessed with stuff like that. I still avoid it. I go, whoa, this sounds like a good time for me to catch up on the uh, WNBA action over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't watch the WNBA, <laughs> baby. It's the it's the quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah, could be somewhere. I, I have no idea what time of year that takes place. Um, have- let's get into Dan Mullen getting his hand caught in the cookie jar, and the, he got hit with the NCAA. Uh, he's now on probation for a year on being able to recruit. Uh, look, I've said it for the longest time, as long as he's been there, because he was a part of the original Arben Meyer. You're going to get wins, but you are going to compromise your soul while, as long as he's there. It's, it's, just, it's going to happen. He has always been a guy that has broken rules, bend rules, whatever you want to call it. He's, he is not a good person down below. I do not believe. I think he is genuinely just, you know, he might be, you know, the Grinch, to, you, know, you, you know, that type of evil smile, right? But he's going to get you W's. So let me ask you something from a, from who I think is one of the better people I've ever met in my life, but also carries the burden of being a Gator fan and having to walk through life knowing people know that you know, you're know you one of those. <laughs> is it worth the wins to trade off what he's going to probably get caught doing when it's all said and done? And in other words, if he puts a stain on the University of Florida again for – Recruiting violations is one thing you can kind of get over that. This is the only thing that happens. But you, you go back to two seasons ago where before the season began, he uh got he 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 had a kid there that would look like evidently he was like a serial rapist. And a brand new recruit who was rooming with him said, I want out of this room. I don't want to be roomed with this guy, I don't want to be lopped in with this guy. And Mullen and his staff pushed off, said we'll take care of it in the in the fall and this was like early spring and he goes no i don't want to live with him for the next four months and it's, we'll just take care of it the next semester and so the kid transferred to southern cal and his parents took 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 mullen to task about this basically he's saying that you know he doesn't have the best interest of his kids we send our kid i want to say the kid is from california or washington and he's flying across the country he's like we expect you to look after him and you're forcing him to stay in a room with someone he doesn't feel comfortable with. Right. Is it worth it? Do you think from the fan base or do you think there's going to be a very thin line where they're like, okay, you've built it up. Why don't we bring someone else in that can clean it up and continue to win?
3: What's your gut reaction?
0: Like short
3: answer. Is it worth it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. When it's all said and done, it's still just a football game. Right. When it's all said and done, you got to keep That's that. That's way I respect. felt with
0: Jimbo Fisher when he looked at a blind eye. Some of the stuff uh, Jameis Winston did, I said, no big deal. Some of the stuff I said, he ought to be sitting. Right? You know, yeah. how the hell is this going to improve him? Because when you, when you bring a kid into your university, you bring him in to become a better person, or you know, whether it's male or female. Uh, no matter the sport, that's that's what the parents expect. Now there, there's a small percentage of parents that don't give a damn and just want the kid to be as good as he can in the sport so that they can get a payday. But most of them want you. Most parents get it that Johnny may not be going to the NFL, and I want to make sure Johnny's not going to the state penitentiary.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. Well, look back, and I no way am I saying Urban Meyer is responsible for what Aaron Hernandez did. Not
0: saying that. And I've said it a million times,
3: and I I won't let that back. He set a precedent to where do what you can for me on the field. And I'll say it either way. Yeah, we'll take care of the rest. So he went into the professional world with that mindset that, you know, what I'm doing really isn't that bad because I'm a good football player. Right. He learned somewhere. Now, Do I think Urban Meyer should do time for what Aaron Hernandez didn't know? But I don't think Urban Meyer was a priest either. (laughs) He wasn't the greatest guy in the world. I oh, was a terrible
0: like, person. He he, he yeah. he's an awful and, person. And the and the fact that Dan Mullen was on his staff, I already knew that meant that he was shady. Anyone that was on his staff and that close to him has to be shady because they got to be willing to cover up the stuff that Urban Meyer did. Urban Meyer is a terrible person. He got ran out of the University of Florida because his wife said enough of you cheating on me with my daughter's teammate. This this it's time for you to fake a heart attack. Let's go. <laughs> So then he goes up to Ohio State, breaks all kinds of rules, gets suspended, got a got butthurt about it. He fakes another heart attack or whatever, art episode or whatever he's trying to claim. And, and you know, I can't do this physically And coach. And I had to learn that. And all of a sudden, your damn name's being shopped around for the University of Texas this year as, as to possibly head coach. Oh, there's a shocker. I still say that he ends up at Southern Cal. For it's all said and done. He's, he's going to L.A. Because they will
3: save uh, your soul. Yeah, I think you – You have, if you are going to be in a position, say, when at the University of Florida, it's a well-known college, you know, they're in the national race, you know, quite a bit, not all the time, but quite a bit, and if you're going to be willing to get the money, first and foremost, that Florida's going to pay you, and you're going to be responsible for all these kids, and that's what they are, let's not forget, these are a bunch of kids, 18 and 19 years old you know they just think they know it all which makes them twice as dangerous I was 18 once I knew everything too you've got to step up and be a mentor and a leader first then be a coach and if they screw up here's the other thing
0: that, that we never think about this because we didn't go to these schools right but what about John or Joe or Jane that graduated from the University of Florida with the medical degree? is very proud of that. Doesn't give two craps about the football team, and they're expected to give donations every year for whatever. It usually, you know, not towards the the athletic institution, but other things for the University of Florida, right? What 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 is their what is their eventual take going to be? as far as I'm not giving money because this is embarrassing me, right? I am not saying it's gotten to that level yet, but history shows it's heading in that direction, especially when you look at his history with Mullen and UF and the things that went on, not just Aaron Hernandez, the the litany of things that went on, you know, the the kid jumping the damn gate, you know, to steal a car that was overlooked at. that, That was during that whole era. All kinds of stuff went on and i'm telling you when jimbo fisher did put his little thumbprint on on everything he got the championship but he left. well before he left it was an absolute dumpster fire behind him and now Norvell's still trying to clean that up willie taggart was brought in to clean it up and it was over his head he was he was well but yeah, it was out of range. his depth right for sure but now norvell's trying to be brought in i don't know if he can clean it up because Though so he seems like a good a good guy and a good football coach, you are going to have to do a big big deal to to change that whole. Not just he's doing. I think he's doing a good job of changing the culture of the players, but then also being able to win because there's also there's always a balancing act. We want to be good people, but we better not suck on Saturday. You know that's what the average fan's gonna try to tell you. Um I was well, just curious,
3: you, I was just kind of curious that he came in and was being interviewed and everything and I'm, I'm throwing a dart in the dark here I'm not accusing anybody of anything I'm just asking if he kind of said look you know I can get you back to where this is going to be we're not going to break any rules we're going to bend a bunch and then I will gradually get us back to where it was during you know to where like if you give me this much rope I won't hang myself with it or the university. And then as time goes on, I'll start shaving off, you know, okay, we put up with this last year, but no more. We put up with this last year, no more. Just so they could get Florida back in the national contention. And I don't know. I think for him to
0: – I think as long as he's winning, they're not going to get rid of him. That's, I mean, history no, no. has shown that at University of Florida. Spurrier never – Spurrier did some questionable things, but he was never dirty, dirty, what I would consider. Charlie Pell was super dirty. And it wasn't until he got popped that and hell, Florida damn near got the death penalty under under a uh, Pell and then later on Galen Hall. So they've oh. shown that they will that they will bend the rules, and then everything was allowed under Urban Meyer. He, he luckily for Gator fans never got them in big time trouble, but it was the other things. It, it, it was the morality codes that he didn't care about. So here comes Mullen and he's shucking and jiving and gets busted for the recruiting. But remember just a few, about a month or so ago, he was talking about let's pack the swamp. And then his entire team breaks up with COVID. It's like, What are you doing, man? Like, seriously, what are you doing? It's just, he, 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 he he comes off to me as a used car salesman type, right? Very, very slimy. And if if you're okay as a fan with dealing with that, I will never take a fan to TESCO. i like, fair enough, you don't care. You, you just want to see a win. You know, you get your favorite jersey, whatever. But I, I'm curious with someone who's a lifelong fan like you are and, you know, I, and from... State of Florida, just you know what your perspective is on. There's no right or wrong answer. I was just kind of curious.
3: No, and I think it's everybody. Everybody you ask is going to have a different answer in some to some degree. Now, am I Dan Mullins preacher? Am I his priest? Absolutely not. Am I able to? You know the life I've led, buddy. I can't point a finger at anybody. Yeah, but I'll give Um, you an
0: example. And I'll probably ask him this tonight when I see him. Uh, James Forbes, who's been on the show a million times, of course he's in the picture that 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 my wife made there. Um, he told me a while back, this was before this season, but I remember him saying, "I don't know if it's worth being a Gator fan sometimes because of the of he, he says sometimes it's just too damn embarrassing to to wear their stuff because the because the problems they've gotten into." Now this is before Mullins issue with this particular thing this year i think it was stemmed back from when i was talking about the kid that was worried about that he was roommates with a serial rapist essentially
3: that was and during the macklewain thing right or right or no right. that was mullen that was mullen was it Mullen? okay yeah.
0: that was one of the first like big things he broke the news and i'm like oh god here we go and and we, i remember hearing and i talking about I make, my, my biggest takeaway from it was well he is an urban meyer disciple you're gonna have to deal with this kind of stuff you know <laughs> Um and what it always brought back to me was remembering the Jimbo Fisher era. You'd be happy on Saturdays, but usually on Tuesday or Wednesday you'd wake up to some news on Twitter going, Oh God, what the
3: hell now?
0: Like, can it quit being embarrassing? You know? <laughs> yeah, it was like
3: the PR people for Bill Clinton. You're just like, oh, what now?
0: I would just sit there and go, damn, I miss Bobby Bowden, you know? <laughs> I was an angel and he won. I don't know how he
3: did it, but he won. Uh, For a long time, I I was really glad. I love Bobby. Don't get me wrong. Probably the greatest coach we'll ever see in our lifetime. Right. But I'm really glad when he left Tallahassee, man, because he he was just so good and he was a good dude, you know? I mean, and you could he's, look
0: up to him and players. Hard to, he's hard to talk smack about, and someone not look around and go, "Well, you're kind of a butthead." <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of other coaches. He he has got such high esteem because he's leader of the FCA, right? So so hmm. that you yeah, know that's a big deal as well. But um, just and he had the best way. This is why I miss the most about him. Was his one liners and his quips. His one, line. and it was just it was southern charm. He was never out to nail anybody, right? There were a couple of times him and Spurrier got into it, but he was normally just southern charm and oh, shucks. And I'd heard for the longest time that from people who knew him well that said, Man, that's kind of an act. Go walk into his office on a Wednesday afternoon, and someone and something's not getting done right. He said, He sounds like a New York stockbroker breaking down exactly what needs to be done, this, 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 bullet points, boom, 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 no nonsense. Now, get out there and get it done, because I've got stuff i got to do, da-da-da-da-da. Camera pops and goes, well, you know, we're just down here in the Briar Patch, trying to play a little football. <laughs> you
3: know? The best liner, I ever. every time I think of Bobby Bowden, was like the third year or the second year when it went wide right against Miami, uh-huh. you know? And this guy runs up, and it was like some no name reporter just got to him. It was a local reporter got to him first and said, You know, are you going to, what do you think about this kicker? Are you going to give him another shot or are you going to go out and find another one? He goes, Well, I'll tell you, son, I think I've spent enough of Florida State's money looking for something like a kicker. I think I'll just find me a better quarterback to throw the ball a little harder.
0: I think one of my favorite ones he ever did was uh, this was right after Florida State beat Florida and uh, Spurrier was the coach and FSU was knocking the hell out of Danny Werfel. This was the year that, that they gifted Florida the rematch and Florida won and subsequently gave him the national championship. But they had Spurrier and Bowden on a ESPN show. And I think it was the old Roy Firestone show. I don't remember who the guy asking the question, but I feel like it was. So whatever his show was called. And so they had, it was kind of like a zoom picture, you know, they wouldn't have called it that back then, but it was like, this It was like, you know, Roy Firestone, uh, Bowden and Spurrier and Spurrier had been whining and moaning that, that they'd been hitting, uh, uh after the whistle and Firestone pointed out, the, well, there there were no flags. Because well, they, they were hitting him after Wisco, hitting him too hard, da-da-da-da-da. And this is, of course, long before, you know, we worried about CTEs and all that stuff. Sure, like, yeah. And, you know, now every quarterback's in a bubble wrap. And, 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 the, and, the, and, the, and that was a talented FA. I mean, that was Peter Bowler smacking uh, Werfel. That wasn't some no-name kid. And they asked Bowden about So, well, what do you think about Spurrier's accusations about them hitting him? After the whistle, and Bowden said, well, the, well, they didn't call flag, right? He goes, Yeah, he goes, Well, here in Tallahassee, we tell them to hit to the echo of the whistle <laughs> and smiled. And Spurrier literally as goes, What the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> and Bowden just sat the smiling. Me and my dad were like with tears, laughing so hard. <laughs> the echo of the whistle. They came back, and Firestone said, I just want you to clarify what you said. The echo of the whistle. What does that mean? Because as long as you can hear the echo of that whistle, you can still keep on trucking. This <laughs> is football in the house of the South, and you know. Yeah, a tickling competition we have got going on right. out there. Um, we got to get booking and cooking because uh, we got a lot to do and a little time to do it. Now, uh, Dolphins Raiders, real quick. What's your gut reaction? How do you think they're gonna? Um, do this weekend it's it's in vegas but the yeah the miami dolphins by the way let me look at the spread i believe they are actually a road favorite but i want to double check by the way did you know 330 eastern today i'm assuming espn i don't know the channel uh the hawaii rainbow warriors are playing houston
3: way to go guys get your national 15 minutes because that's, that's about it. all anybody's going to watch of that game. I
0: think that's the only real sporting event today. You know, there's probably, like, horse racing or something somewhere. But, uh, yeah, the Dolphins are a three-point favorite tomorrow uh, Saturday night. Saturday night. You know, as a child, I was a Dolphin fan, and then I moved to Tennessee, and the rest is history. Yeah. Um, then you got the beautiful tattoo. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Even better story, but it is It awesome. looks
3: great the drunker you are. You know, I will give that. great. It's great. I thought it was a scratching sniff, personally, when I first saw it. I'll leave that, it, ju- I'll leave that joke in me. What's smelling me all the time? It is awesome.
0: Still there, baby. <laughs> no still kidding. unedited. And I was like, you got to fix it. Now, if I fix it, then it's just a stupid tattoo of a football team. If you keep it, it's a great story, you know? Because if you fix it, it looks great like a mural. A, oh, it's really cold. People walk away. And some people go, man, what the hell happened there? Good dude, let me tell you about that night. Did they misspell
3: Titans? What does that say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Miami is a three-point favorite at Vegas. I think
3: Miami – Pulls this one
0: out. Um, I think they do too. Now I think it's going to be Mariota playing, which is actually I think is worse because he looked better than what David Carr looked like. But forty-seven and a half is the over/under. They're saying the Dolphins score about twenty-four points. Are you buying that, or do you think it's going to be lower scoring?
3: I don't. I don't. I, I don't think they hit twenty-four points. I think it's going to wind up being one of those. 17-13 games is kind of what I look. I think they'll score enough to keep people watching, but I don't think anybody's going to be blowing the lights out of the scoreboard or anything.
0: You know why the why I think the over stinks in this game? Normally, when I look at the at the uh, the over under, which is forty seven and a half, it almost equals to the exact point if you look at the team totals prediction. So if it's 47-and-a-half, it typically you would get to make it easy. It would be like 27-and-a-half 20, right, each team. This game, Miami is 24, Vegas is 21-and-a-half. That's 45-and-a-half, and the over-under is 47 and a half That means there are two unaccounted points for, and they don't play that game in Vegas, right? They, are very, they, have, tactician, they, have, they have an entire team that just does that game. That's all they do is the Miami Vegas game this year, this week. They don't multitask. They tell us why this number should, because there's, there's millions of dollars involved in this. Sure. Yeah. So that's why I think it stinks. I think I, I, th- I think I would take the under, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think I, Vegas yeah. is going to, uh, uh, I think Vegas, uh, is going to struggle to score. I think Miami probably going to get a hard earned victory, but I think they're going to get that victory on the road and, the next thing you're going to want to do uh, the next morning is you're going to want to uh, be pulling for the New York Giants who play Baltimore because you got to get Baltimore a loss somewhere just so that get some breathing room. Right now, I believe Miami has the advantage, but that could change by the end of the season because the schedule's even out. So
3: I just got a feeling that the def- Miami's defense – is going to show up, and I think if they're if our defense is on, are they the greatest defense in the NFL right now? Absolutely not, but they're a handful. If they're firing on all their pistons, they're pretty and damn my- good. I think they're extremely yeah.
0: underrated, extremely underrated. To be honest with you,
3: nobody has to tell the Dolphins what's at stake here. You know, they uh, they have eyes in their head just like everybody else. That, so that I think- coach
0: has them going in the right direction. All right, well, we got to yeah. get moving to the next. Topic, so let's go ahead and dive into this. uh What are your favorite, your three favorite Christmas
3: desserts? My mom's cherry pie, my mom's blueberry pie, and anybody's apple pie.
0: Oof! So you're a big pie guy. Okay, I am. I am not. I see. I like pie on, during Thanksgiving. For for some reason, Christmas to me, I go more in the cookie route. Some kind of a hand. You know, I I don't know, but that's. So first of all, I'll. I love Christmas cookies, just the plain basic sugar cookie with, with frosting, but I'm surprised my hands are clean. That's what I did last night. You wouldn't believe how many damn cookies that I, I, I painted last night. Okay. So I just love them. I think they're just the best. They're per- And of course, you only eat them that time of year, right? You don't eat a Christmas cookie in the middle of in July. July. Someone brings that over. They bring a version. I'd be like, get the hell out of here. What are you, some kind of sadist or something? because <laughs> <laughs> <Is> this, <laughs> Russia? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the heathen on you. Um, the My second one is, my wife calls them thumbprints. There's several different names, but they're, the peanut butter cookie that has the Hershey Kiss in the middle, those are just yeah. the best. And, and if you cook them right, they're just ridiculously good because they'll stay soft forever. If you cook, overcook them a little bit, the damn things, you know, turn into bark. But if you if you cook them right, they're just the best. And then my third one, I'm going to make this today. It's called Christmas Crack. And it is so you wouldn't think starting off a base of saltine crackers would be like the ideal treat, right? But you saltine crackers, you get chocolate and brown sugar, a bunch of other stuff, you melt it over it in a like in a glass uh, uh pan, uh, casserole dish and then you top it off with christmas decoration type uh on top. So, what it looks like when you pull it out of the oven and it cools off? It's chocolate. It looks like a little chocolate cracker with Christmas decorations, but it is really good. I've n- I've never made it. I've had it, but I'm going to make it today because I'm excited about that. Um, top three Christmas songs.
3: Okay. Um, this is not in any particular order, except the first one. The first, my top of all times is uh christmas is the time of year by ray charles it's in the national lampoon's christmas vacation movie when he's up in the attic and he keeps popping himself with the board and watching the old home movies it's just the greatest it's so well timed that's why i love it so much but ray charles's version of that please come home for christmas the bon jovi version and of course blue christmas by elvis hands down Damn, the there's no ones.
0: Aerosmith I thought for sure we were gonna get
3: Aerosmith's one don't really two, do and three. Christmas
0: albums Aerosmith one two and three version of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay man that is, that's the biggest upset of the weekend um my top <laughs> what's three odds that? what's that
3: I want to see the Vegas odds on that that I didn't pull out an Aerosmith song for that yeah
0: <laughs> So, my number one of all time will always be White Christmas. I, I just love that song, especially when it's sang by who it's supposed to be sang by, Bing Crosby.
3: Bing Crosby, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and then I like more of the upbeat ones more than I do the. Mm-hmm. But uh, Blue Christmas is just, you know, that's why Epic. I played it coming out of the break. Um, and then my number three, I had a hard time picking just one. But if I'm going to go with one. I guess it's going to be Jingle Bell Rock, but a very, very close number four would be Rudolph the Red Oz Reindeer, just because as a kid, man, like, yeah, you know, that's what you sang. Like, that was the only yeah. song you cared about. And so, uh, like, let's play, sing Hark the Arrow, the Angels sing. Shut up! Oh, Greeroth is coming! Rudolph! Yeah, exactly. All right. Christmas movies. What are your three favorite Christmas movies? Um,.
3: National Lampoon's Christmas
2: Vacation. Oh, I knew that had to
3: be because if the song is there, right? Yeah. yeah. Die Hard. is not a Christmas movie. Oh, it ain't Christmas until Hans Gruber falls from the Nakatomi building, son. Um, When Bruce Willis
0: himself says it's not a Christmas movie, it's
3: not a Christmas movie. What does he know? Um, Let's see. I can't quote it exactly,
0: Uh, but he says that... Chris, it is not a Christmas movie. Movie, it is a bleep. bleep it's a Bruce bleep Willis movie. movie. I saw exactly.
3: It. It's awesome. And um, uh, Scrooged, but with Bill Murray.
0: My question to anyone who whoever thinks that that's a Christmas movie I always say, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, why is Die Hard Two not a Christmas movie? And then that's that, That's exactly the answer I get. I go, that's why you lose. Um. Top three Christmas movies to me, my favorite of all time. Um, I made my wife watch it the other night. Is the 1983 version of A Christmas Carol with George C. Scott. George uh, C. Scott, yeah. Keep I just going. think I, it's probably just because it's what I grew up on, but I just think he does the best job. I'll, I'll watch any of the versions except that goofy, creepy cartoon version. Get the hell out of here with that. I'm not watching that. Um, so that's my number one of all time. Got to put Christmas story in there. I know people either love it or hate it, but yeah. every, it'll be on today on a loop on TBS, 24 hours, Christmas story. And when we have people that tonight. Like, I'll probably have it watch on it. mute, but I'll have it on one of our, our cause sure. it, it just brings back memories. Um, yeah. And honestly, that's a fairly new one to me. Cause I don't remember watching that one as a young kid. But I remember w- by the time it was in the nineties, I was watching it regularly, you know? So it's become one of those late ones to me. And then white Christmas is one of my favorites of all time too. Bing Crosby and Danny, whatever the hell his name is. And they're singing and dancing and they're, uh, that's a, If you, if y'all haven't seen that, it's excellent. I have never seen. It's a wonderful life. What? So, I'm planning on trying to watch that either today or this weekend. Oh, my God.
3: dude! I've dude,
0: never dude, yeah. seen it through. It, it, was, it was a movie they never watched in my house. They watched the other ones that I stated. We also didn't watch a lot of movies during that time period. We did always – this isn't a Christmas movie, but if, if Die Hard's a Christmas movie, then uh, The Wizard of Oz is a Christmas movie because it always played during that time period. And so, <laughs> we, we watched it because my – uh, grandmother's brothers a, was the a scarecrow and so we always watched that because of that reason it always came on you, you'll, you'll probably see it on sometime this weekend it'll be on sometime it, it always
3: comes on during Christmas yeah you have to see that movie all the way to start I'm, and finish. I'm, I'm, playing, I'm
0: trying to watch it I fell asleep the last two nights watching it I've gotten about 20 minutes in
3: it's not the Hurt Locker dude It's it's a wonderful life <laughs> remember we couldn't get through Hurt Locker
0: your neck that's good stuff um we just got really good news uh but i won't share that on air um probably not the wisest thing to do uh oh by the way wifey everyone loves your picture
3: yes kr well done all right merry christmas hope you spend it under the mistletoe
0: Tony says, Rocky Four if, 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 if Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's his favorite one. <laughs> uh, Brian Cook says, number one movie, A Year Without Santa Claus. I don't know if I've seen that. When he's sick. Probably on Lifetime. Snowman. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen that. I feel like I've heard they- of it. Matt Carr says, nope. if... He says if Christmas movie is a, is a, if, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, so is Mean Girls. Uh, <laughs> well, I uh, really hit a nerve there, didn't I?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, but I know people that are, that, that are in that same, uh, they're on team Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I'm like, it's not a Christmas movie. It just it's, it's during Christmas is when
3: it takes place. But you can. It's say- got Christmas music in it. I mean, Run DMC is jamming out in it, doing their Christmas song. Their Christmas. Song. It's got a lot of Christmas music in it. You're wrong. Uh, anyways, uh, it happens. You know.
0: <laughs> okay, so now we're giving out coal. What are what are your three lumps of coal that you're giving out this year in sports?
3: Des Bryant. How is that guy back?
0: When I saw him catch the touchdown the other day, I thought of you.
3: What's I saw it did? the other day. I'm like, I thought he was dead or something. Um, uh, let's see, Todd Grantham, uh defensive coordinator, at the University of Florida. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah,
0: he's he's in a rough you know, um, I think you can, I think you can practically put former in in his uh, Wikipedia body. One can body only hope, it. buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: one can only hope. And thanks to you, Snell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought you might
0: take him, so I, I did not put him on my list. My number one with the bullet is LeBron James. Ugh. Oh,
3: God, I know. He was so my 1A, nauseating. by the way. Oh, he
0: was my- so nauseating. With what he yeah. – I'm not going to get into it because it's Christmas Eve and I want to keep the spirits up. But what just what he did, social justice warrior, look at me, look at me. But, you know, I'm doing it for everyone else, not BS. Um, so he, so he's number one with the bullet. My number two is the Big Ten and Pac-12 commissioners. You screwed the pooch, bro. Yeah. The ACC and SEC got rolling in September. The Big Ten got rolling. Their first game was October thirtieth. The Pac twelve was their first game was four days after the election in November, and you want to be a part of the playoffs. Thankfully, Oregon beat Southern Cal to stop that nonsense. But I still say Ohio State doesn't belong in there because winning six
3: games they is do so not important. they play it doesn't what, impress six games
0: me. Total? But,
3: no, it doesn't impress me. I'm sorry, but, you know. No, I agree. I mean, I'm going to get shot saying that here because I'm in Ohio.
0: Oh, but. Yeah, true. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's
3: disgusting.
0: Uh, what are your Christmas wishes, gifts that you're hoping for this year?
3: All right. Anybody who knows me, there's no shocks in this one. Uh, World Series ring this year for the Sox. Cotton Bowl win for the Gators. And lefty wins the US Open finally.
0: I like the lefty one. Uh that one was uh, I'm a little surprised you know, because if you actually get these three wishes to come true, you're gonna feel like, really? I I I It's I like picked, asking for a I pinto. A cotton I, ball, I picked a a cotton bowl win. Is that what I picked? Man. Can I have well, that, one back, the I have that so one back because can I have that one back because I just found a tumor? Okay. I just found a tumor. Can I have that one back? No, dude, you get the cotton ball. Son of a... Uh,
3: <laughs> well, we're not going to get a re- good recruiting class now. i got to focus on what's in front of me now that I can have to make it realistic.
0: My top three sports gifts is, A, a healthy Milton, the transfer quarterback that's coming from Central Florida to Florida State. Of course, the kid hasn't played in almost two years because, I mean, he, he's been through a lot trying to rehab. I just hope... He's healthy the entire of the year no matter how many Ws he gets to for Florida State. I want the kid to come back have a good year, maybe even have a chance at the pros cuz before he got hurt, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Oh, he was legit, man. But you wonder what what the layoff is going to uh do to him. My second one is Ozuna in a Braves uniform. I want to I want to keep him. He was really really good with the young kids. You know, Ozzy and Acuña. And then also, I think he fits in well with the Braves dugout with the Braves uh, locker room. And I'd like to see him stay. I know it sucks that it looks like we're not going to have the DH in the national league this year. So that could change their mind on spending that kind of money on someone who can't play very good defense. But I think you're going to get the DH by 2022. So I say, send him out there in left field, let him kick the ball around. He'll do the best he can do and then you sign him to a four-year deal, the next three years are, are going to pay high dividends because we've got really talented outfielders in the minor league system. So by then, you're going to have someone who can play left while, while he DHs. There's no way there's not a DH in the, in the National League in 2022. That's going to be what's going to get the CBA uh, to k- kick the door in. And then that brings me to my number three, that Major League Baseball starts on time this year. Oh, We get a full season. No COVID yeah. crap and, oh, I don't know.
3: I got to get mine and all And let stuff. people in the stands, man. You yes. know, let us come to the ballpark.
0: I, yeah, I, I would like to see fans in the ballpark at the very beginning, but if you don't get that, I at least want to see a situation where Every opening day is opening day. Opening day is not somewhere in August. Um, And with that, I hope that brings us a new CBA by the end of this year, of the end of 2021. Please don't let us be sitting here talking about this a year from now and talking about our Christmas wish list is getting a new CBA because I do not want to see a a long, drawn-out thing because a strike cannot be handled in Major League Baseball. No. No. No what, is your,
3: what is your walk-off for of the day, sir? Merry Christmas, everybody. Girls, I love you very much. Dave, you're one of my favorite people in real life, brother. Give the right. wife a hug for Christmas, brother.
0: Right back at you, sir. Y- y'all have a great Christmas, and uh, we will see you next week. Yes, sir. Go Dolphins. We're gonna Go be Dolphins. Back. <laughs> We're going to be back in a flash here on the Armchair Quarterbacks. So when we come back, Joey Ariol is with us, and he's got – what, what do you got rocking there today, Joey? Is that a... Uh, I can't m- make out the logo. Okay, you got the Colts Sayer And the Blackhawks on top. Okay, that's Blackhawks. I, I thought I saw a C, but I, I couldn't quite make it out. All right. We're going to be back in a flash here on the Armchair Quarterbacks. Keep it locked in here to CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio.
2: You're listening to the Armchair Quarterbacks on CBS Sports Radio, number one sports station.
0: Good morning, and this is your Armchair Quarterback's Sports Flash. Houston Rockets star James Harden has been fined 50K by the NBA and ruled unavailable for Wednesday's game due to a violation of the league's COVID-19 protocols after the league reviewed video of him socializing maskless at a club earlier this week. Harden will not be suspended. In announcing that Wednesday night's game against the Oklahoma City Thunder has been postponed, the NBA said Harden was unavailable due to a violation of health and safety protocols. The Rockets did not have the league required eight players needed to proceed with the game. For a game missed, Due to COVID-19 violation, players will lose 172nd of their salary, according to league rules. Harden will lose $573,000. In somewhat of a related story, the Washington football team fined Dwayne Haskins and removed him from the role of team captain three days after he was photographed at an event with strippers while not wearing a mask. Coach Ron Rivera said Wednesday sources, sources said the fine was for $40,000 quote from Rivera. The biggest thing is we are holding him accountable and he's punished and he's accepted it. as we go forward. That's the thing that we're looking for is that if you make a mistake, you've got to take a step forward and you have to take responsibility. Askins was quoted as saying, I know my team needs me. I need to step up to the plate and I can't be selfish. I need to stop getting in my own way. I'm putting things in motion as far as a plan for myself to be a better teammate and for me to be accountable and fix my issues that have brought me to this situation. Dwayne Haskins is the assumed starter on Sunday as Alex Smith is battling injury. And that's your Armchair Quarterbacks Wake Up Show, CBS Sports Flash. Stay tuned for more of the Armchair Quarterbacks on these CBS affiliates, our Facebook Live in the Armchair Quarterbacks app. Tap that app today.
2: At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Goodnight. there's a lot of meetups, eatups eat-ups, and hurry-ups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell.
1: And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Natural Plus Premium Gasoline. See full terms and conditions at fuelrewards.com.
2: Make contact. A collective psychosis is
0: sweeping the nation. We're in the thick of the haze craze. And Elysian is introducing an altered state of IPA. Contact Haze is a tangled chemistry of mild haze, low bitterness, and an explosion of hop aroma. This hazy IPA bursts with notes of bright raspberry, currant, citrus, guava, and passion fruit. Available in six-pack cans in and stores and in all Seattle-Elysian
2: locations. Make contact. Put
3: on your yarmulke,
0: here comes Hanukkah So much
1: Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah Hanukkah is the festival of lights Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights When you feel like the only kid in town.
0: Welcome back here to the Armchair Quarterbacks on CBS Sports Radio, Christmas Eve. But we don't want to leave out our Jewish friends. It is the season of Hanukkah. Uh, and that is one of my favorite songs of the Christmas season. I mean, people ask Christmas songs. I always want to throw Happy Hanukkah in there, even though it's technically not a Christmas song. But it is such a funny, funny song. Uh, the part where he names off a bunch of really bad people and says, Not a Jew. <laughs> It's like, it's like the best <laughs> i want to say it's oj simpson i i i can't remember all of them uh how the hell are you this morning mr joey
1: and i'm good it's great to be back and uh a lot to talk about and not a lot of time so i'm ready to have heavy into it uh, happy holidays merry christmas to you especially and i'm thankful for having me on this christmas eve morning
0: yes sir it is great to see you merry christmas and i like your back uh drop back there the uh the uh
1: it's from my you know grandpa's uh oh he had a couple of boats i got the cubs thing hanging a little bit i tried to represent all my teams here you notice i don't have my bowl stuff on because last night was uh it's looked like the last few years so i avoided that direction (laughs) i did
0: not look at the box score i am curious to see
1: did you watch the game oh they lost it was the atlanta hawks put up 40 plus points in the first quarter against us we ended up giving up 124 points i do believe
0: were you able to watch any of it? Yep. Okay, so you're in the Chicago area, so you get their games locally every day, right? Correct. Correct. Okay, so I'm a little jealous because you've got one of my favorite players on there. I'm going to be following his career as long as he's there, <clears throat> as long as he's there. And I'm wondering, did he play? Did he play? Did he get in? Patrick Williams? Oh yes, he-, he
1: had some flashes. What did he do? You know, his mid range shot right now, 16
0: points. That's not terrible. Okay. No, no. And
1: you know what? His mid range shot was happening. And I won't lie. The day of the NBA draft, uh, didn't know a lot about him. I, you know, Florida state, they do a rotation with their players. Right. Um, I was a little suspect. I won't lie from an outsider's perspective. I love college basketball, but it takes me a while to know these players. So at first when I was hearing him, I, I wanted OB top and it didn't work. So, Hey, Patrick Williams, he could be a future star. His athleticism is off the charts. Great character guy. So hopefully with the rest of the young bulls, he can develop into something we all want to watch.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see how he develops over time because uh, he's he's an exciting player. And I remember during the draft, they made some cracks about he wasn't even the starter at Florida State. But that's how Leonard Hamilton does. He doesn't put... I, the only way I can explain to people who don't watch it is if you're much of a hockey fan, which you are, he sets them up in shifts, right? right? And so he doesn't put his five best players out to start. He will he, he staggers them because he knows he's going to bring you mm-hmm. in waves, and he doesn't want the five best players out there at once when he's going to bring another five off the bench. He kind of wants an, an even team, and that's why Williams rarely started, but his, his minutes were, right, were usually right there with all the starters. So it was a little... Disingenuous the, the the way he he was being criticized by his people who just didn't know what the hell they're talking about. To, to be honest with you, but uh, um, yeah, let, I
1: mean, let's be honest. I need to have the time these drafted guys and stuff. You hear about them and you watch them every day, and they're just not even close to the right analysis of a guy. So I'm gonna wait and see and let my uh, eyes do the talking for that.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I think I think he's gonna be one of your better players um, for the next several years. I I would I'd be shocked if he wasn't. Um, let's go ahead and get into the Colts in Pittsburgh though. Uh, you're big Colts fan, big game this weekend. Looks like very winnable game. Now a team that can't find and get out of its own way. They can't win. They can't beat the freaking Bengals and you get them at home or I'm sorry. You're on the road. Uh, they go back home is what I meant to say. They've been on, on the road for the last couple of weeks. So that might be a little bit of boost to them. I'm not going to say Pittsburgh's in a desperation mode to win because it's not desperation when you're already in the playoffs, but it is to a degree because if you lose, the division is then up for grabs next weekend when you play the Browns. So as a Steelers fan, you got to be pressing a little bit, by the way, you probably can't see this because my camera angle, but I've got a, I've got the Titans.
1: Oh, I was going to give you a compliment for the blue until you right? <laughs> my goodness. This is a disgrace. Yes. Uh, ugly sweater shirt for the Titans.
0: I've got one for all my teams. I got Florida state one, a, uh, a, uh, a Celtic one. I almost wore, <clears throat> but I knew you were going to be on the show. So I, I decided to wear Titans instead
1: it's but only it's only fitting.
0: We're we're both in big games and we'll get into the into that one here in a second. But what is your thoughts on this game and uh, give me a quick prediction?
1: So, you know, like you said, it's not desperation mode because they are in the playoffs, but Mike Tomlin is obviously not happy right now. Big Ben made a public apology to the fans the other day for what that's worth. He's not playing good. The first half was atrocious. But that being said, I think they're going to come into this game hot and heavy and ready to go. Um, that defense is always good. They create turnovers ever since Minka Fitzpatrick got there. I know they're a little hobbled up on the defensive line, but, uh, it's a scary team. They got the offensive weapons. Juju's going to stop dancing. They're going to come in ready for this game. Uh, I love my Colts. You know, obviously they're on a heater right now. They've now won three in a row after the Tennessee loss, which was ugly. I've been going back and forth a lot on this one this week, but if I had to give a score prediction after watching the Bengals game, and I know they will be more prepared, but a little bit less rest, a little bit frustrated still. The Colts, I think, are going to do a great job of disguising coverages. I'm going to go Indianapolis 24, Pittsburgh 23, and a barn burner all the way down to the end. I think we're actually going to have to rely on the leg of Rodrigo Blankenship. Going back to last year's game, actually, when we were in Pittsburgh, we started Jacoby Brissett. He got hurt. Brian Hoyer came in. Vinatieri missed a game-tying field goal. they go into overtime. So I know they didn't have Roethlisberger, but we didn't have our guns last year, so it's going to be a great game to watch. So you're going with the Steelers? I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts 24-23. to 23 Oh, I'm and sorry.
0: What... I misunderstood. I thought you said Steelers 24-23.
1: Okay. And then what could be maybe a last-minute Rodrigo Blankenship field goal? I t-
0: I think, I really do think you're going to win. I do. I just, I i, I don't believe in the Steelers anymore. I, it, I, it almost comes down to where it's, I think it's almost they're putting so much pressure on themselves. They're pressing. And when you press, I think that's what happened Monday night. They were like, well, we got to come out here and we got to really show the world and da, 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 da. And when you do that, sometimes you overthink what you're doing and you don't just play the game. The Colts are playing really good football. That's not a good match for a team that is in the situation that Pittsburgh is in. Uh, I've got the Colts winning. I think it's going to be a really low scoring game. I've got him winning somewhere. I always like to pick a goofy number because it's always that way. We'll say 1914. Uh, I think they're going to have a hard time scoring Pittsburgh. will. Colts defense has played amazing. And Jonathan, it's Jonathan Taylor time. We're We're in late December. It's time to start letting that rookie earn, earn his bucks.
1: And and let me say, this is when you need the running game most, right? We're hitting December. Um, Me and my brother were actually talking about all the places you can go in the playoffs this year. And there's going to be a lot of cold weather. You're going to have Kansas City. You're going to have Pittsburgh. In the NFC, you're going to have Green Bay, like we talked a a little bit about on last week's show, where Tennessee is going this week. You're going to have to rely on the trenches and in the running game. Jonathan Taylor, the first eight games, it took him a little while, even actually the first ten, to get – uh, going with this offensive line, but he's being more patient. He's finding the holes and he's showing that he could be a lead back in this league. I'm excited to see what he can do because, you know, I think Pittsburgh's probably going to make Phillip Rivers beat them with his arm. Let's face it. As we talked about again, last week, he hasn't played in a lot of bad weather situations, not saying it's going to be terrible, but I could see the wind gusting up and them have to use the short game and the running game a little more. So that definitely starts with Jonathan Taylor. And I hope he can make do against that de- strong defensive front.
0: Okay, so Titans-Packers, another big game in the division. So if you get that win early on, or it doesn't matter if you win, lose, or draw, you're going to be locked in Sunday night, I'm sure, to watch uh, King Henry take on Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur's incompetent ass (laughs) <laughs> that uh, could not figure out how to run King Henry, but yet somehow he's winning with the Packers. I'll never be a LaFleur fan till the day. He lost me so many fantasy football championships that year because he could not understand that, oh, if I hand the ball to Derrick Henry, he's going to get 100 yards? No, no, he, he would come out cutesy-dootsy trying to do drop passes with freaking Deion Lewis and all that junk that was going on and trying to force a date uh, Decker and uh, just, all kinds of nonsense. So I know he's supposed to be the beloved young coach. Everyone loves now. Okay. Fair enough. He's got a hall of fame quarterback. He's at home. He's a favorite in this game. We double check the line on that going to this morning. I would say it's probably around a field goal, but uh, I would guess the same. I want to see exactly where yeah. Minus three and a half green Bay over under 56 maybe a little high because I don't know what the I've not seen what the weather's like. I'm gonna pull that up in a minute. But that is a factor and if it I hope it's snowing sideways. You would think that would help out the Packers, but man, that's Tennessee Titan run the football weather.
1: That's uh I well yeah I mean when you have Tennessee like you said like usually you think about going into Lambo late in the year in the cold and it's an advantage or a disadvantage for you but like you said when all you have to do is turn around a couple of steps and hand it to King Henry, well, if he's got that motor running, as we've seen most of this year and all of last year, of course, it's not something easy to bring down. And in the cold and with this defense, he's bigger than most of these linebackers and safeties. Good luck tackling him in the very cold weather.
0: Sunday, it looks like a low of 17, a high of 33. I'd say they'd be closer to, the, the 17 when you hit the evening time. It was the 8 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Sunday night. Yeah, here we go. Snow showers likely. 60% chance of snow. Oh, oh this is going to be beautiful. Is this not football weather? 60% chance of snow. 12 mile an hour wind Could gust up to 20.
1: Ooh. Man. I'll
0: tell you what. If you've got Aaron Rodgers in your fantasy football league, you might want to think about benching him. And I know that's crazy going up against the Titans secondary. Trash. I'll be the first to admit that. But if you get a lot of win, this might be an Aaron Jones slash Derrick Henry showdown.
1: And I mean, it might have to be again, like you said, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's a hall of famer. So, you know, if you're in your championship fantasy league this week, I know it'd be very hard to sit him. but it wouldn't be bad to look at other options because when it gets this cold and as you said, the Titans defense hasn't fully been there, but Titans are probably going to come out in clock control game. They're probably just going to hand it to Derrick Henry take the time down, hand it to Derrick Henry, take the time down. And then as we've seen a lot of this year, Ryan Tannehill simply just made the play when he's had to more times than not. So until that's proven otherwise, I think that's a system to go with. And, you know, it's similar to when you play Kansas City, you always got to be alert on the other side because they have a quarterback over there who could do so much damage to you. But in this type of game in the call, you got to try and muck it up and keep Henry on the ground. And hopefully that works out for you.
0: I've got the Titans winning this game. I do think they pull off the upset. Um, Packers, I think will move the ball, but when you talk, when I just seeing that, I'm I'm going to downgrade the score a little bit. I will go with Tennessee winning this game. We'll say 26-21. What say you?
1: Man, another man. These are all like tough games, and it's obviously that's why we're here to give the people what they want and score a prediction. Uh, you know, obviously, if I give a loss right here to Tennessee, it'd put my Colts in first place. But uh, Green Bay is fighting for that one seed still. I know Tennessee uh, is fighting for the division, but I think at home, even though it is in the cold, even though Derrick Henry is the workhorse of all, I think Green Bay on Sunday Night Football with Aaron Rodgers being a bad man that he is is going to have that last drive where I think they're going to be struggling all game against Tennessee offensively. I think it's going to be ugly at first. You're going to see Tennessee get up early, but I think they'll keep it close enough to where it's a one possession game at the end. And I think the Packers pull it out 23, 21.
0: And if that happens for all intents intents and purposes, you've won the division because you will finish the season off at home against the Jaguars And assuming the Jaguars do not win on Sunday against the bears, there is no way on God's green earth that the Jaguars put their best foot forward,
1: right? No, it, and they were already saying reports about James Robinson, and they were conflicting reports from, you know, Schefter and the Ramp Report yesterday got a little interesting. I mean, you're down there. You're way closer to it. I want you to talk about it more than myself, but I saw some conflicting interesting reports on James Robinson yesterday about is it more for resting or is it more for an injury?
0: I think it's for tanking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: with you: It's tanking yep. for Trevor and James Robinson. I, I, th- I think that's one of the – Think I've got a big uh, decision to make. Uh, speaking of that, um, is that the league that I've got James Robinson? It may not be. I've, I'm in a championship game. With, yes, I do have James Robinson, and it doesn't look like he's going to play. If he does, I'm not expect. I'm not starting him. I'm just not going to start him. There's just no way in hell because um, he he plans to uh, to rest him all week. Here's the thing, if you're thinking about starting him, this isn't really the fancy football hour, but they, it's a really bad matchup against the Bears. And I think they're going to, considering the fact that Minshew's still slated to start, they're just going to do the same type of thing that Minshew does, which is go back there and just chuck it around and abandon the running game. I say if on the Jaguars, I kind of... Uh, you know, if he's not actually hurt, maybe I give him five, 10 touches, but I'm not out there trying to wear him down. What, what am I getting out of this? Add to his stats so I have to pay for that in arbitration down the road? Or, you know, like what am I getting out? No, I don't want to get a W. I I want Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville. That's what I would want to do. And if they do anything else, they're idiots. Hawks, Rams, we don't have much time to spend on this, but um, I'll give you a quick prediction. Seattle Seahawks are playing well. The Rams are not. If you would have asked me this a few weeks ago, I would have said the Rams were going to go in there and take them, but you lose to the jets and it could just be a look ahead. I think there's a big, big issue when you let the jets beat you. They've looked a little flawed to me. I can never put anything past McVay. They tend to have the upper hand in that series, but I say the Seahawks find a way they win it. They clinch the division Seahawks in a high scoring game ish, uh, 28 to
1: 24. What say say, wow, that our predictions are really close. I have 27 to 24 Seattle. And here's the reason why I just think right now down the stretch, Russell Wilson, I know they lost to the giants a couple of weeks ago in a weird game in Seattle, but, uh, The Jets just won in the Rams. I know they'd be preparing for this week, but if it comes down to it, I'm trusting Russell Wilson over Jared Goff to get the job done, and I'm going 27-24 Seattle.
0: I like it. Um, I hope it's high scoring. I hope it's not a sloppy game because I'm looking forward to that game Looking forward to the Colts-Pittsburgh game. I'm looking forward to the Titans game. Those are the only three games I care about the, uh, on, on Sunday. The rest are all just fantasy garbage, right? You know, the, the red zone, All be like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool, but I'm not worried about it. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, the NBA Christmas Day, we're going to take a look ahead to that, and also on the way, giving out Colin and Gibbs.